Welcome to Fast Facts. I'm Jody. I'm Shelly. We're a new media concept, a co-working space in the design district called The Slate. The most amazing people have walked through these doors. Authors. Entrepreneurs. Community leaders. Dallas natives. And guests from near and far. We're going to bring them in this room and we're going to sit them down and we're going to ask them the questions you are asking too. These will be quick so you can listen on your drive in or your drive home. We are completely off the cuff, but that is the best part about Fast Facts. And the only person you can really be off the cuff with might just be your sister. Truth. Let's see who's slating it. So in the house, sort of, kind of, kind of, I mean, sometimes we podcast from afar. We have the fabulous Kimberly Schlegel Whitman, who yes. is just, you know what? Everybody says such nice things about you behind they your do. back. They do. Oh, that is so nice to hear. Thank you for saying that. It's consistent. You are a tastemaker and you've got like, I don't know, your fingers on the pulse of all things design, but actually everyone does. Everyone I've ever known says you were lovely. That's so. so sweet. Thank you. You are so welcome. So I know you have books and kids. You're a wife. You have Sisters. so many things going on. <laughs> a brother too. Yes. So what is exciting you? What are you up to right now? Just kind of bring us up to speed. Gosh, well, um, the kids are back in school. So I feel like I have a little bit of my life back. We'll see how long they stay there. Fingers crossed it's for a while. Um, But I am actually, I have two kind of fresh new projects. Um, One is that I'm working on book number nine, which I'm very excited about. Kimberly, wait, how long have you been an author? I was... 25, I think, when I got my first book deal. That is, what, what was your first book? I mean, take it was a called, time. Take a uh, one it was called The Pleasure of Your Company. And I, I did it because I had this party rental business and I was doing event planning at the time. And I love setting big goals for myself. And I thought one day I really, really want to write a book. So I had lunch with a friend of my mother's called Betty Lou Phillips. I don't know if you ladies know her. She's an interior designer here in town. And at the time, I think she had done 18 books on interior. Betty Lou. I know. She um, is a wonderful writer. She's done children's books, interiors, all of these things. And she, I sat down with her and I said, one day I really want to write a book. What would you tell me to do now so that I can prepare for later when I write it? And she said, well, actually, I was just asked by my publisher to write a book on entertaining, and um, maybe you would want to do it. I told them it's not my um, forte. It's not my area of expertise. I want to do interiors. Maybe you would like to send a proposal. So she um, advised me, and I wrote a proposal, and I sent it in. So I was very young, and it, it did happen sort of you know, in an odd way for me. It's not the typical way that an author gets a book deal um, with an introduction to an editor. So it was very, very exciting. And it obviously, um, uh, I did an okay job on my first one. It's very funny. I look back on it and I think, oh my gosh, I can't believe I I did this and I can't believe I did that. Um, But anyway, you know, you learn. And so now we're on to book number nine. I'm very excited. I have a co-author this time. Her name is Shelly Johnstone. She's an interior designer out of... um, outside of Chicago. And she actually came to me with the idea. She said, your next book needs to be all about 
um, you and Millie uh, and entertaining through the generations. Because my daughter, if you follow me on social media, you Which know- we do. She's seven and she loves to bake. It's all she wants to do is decorate the house for holidays and bake. So, um, so I was always posting pictures and I said, you know, I really love that idea, not just with her, but like I learned so much from my grandmothers and my mother mm. about entertaining and aunts and, you know, godmothers. And I thought there's just so much that we learn that we should be celebrating. And of course, this was long before there was any even thought mm. of a pandemic. So um, we sent the proposal and got the book offer and got started. And then we kind of panicked and thought, you know, this is not the time to be writing a book about entertaining. But uh-huh. the more we thought about it and the more everything that's happening in the world sunk in, we thought this is the perfect time to be celebrating the meaningful things that happen around a table. Um, whether it's using our grandmother's china or the tradition that my family has of going around the table and sharing something this is more important and relevant than ever. So we are hard at work getting it done and um, really enjoying it. And it's just been wonderful. So we're celebrating um, just over 30 women across the, around the world really, um, and the ways that they entertain and how, you know, what they learned from the women in their lives and what they hope to pass on to future generations. Your son is also like, yeah, it's, it's problematic how cute he is too. You're so sweet. He turned 13 yesterday. I have a teenager now. Oh, good luck with that. I'll just, you'll have to report back. We're three years behind you. And when I see like his shaggy hair and all this stuff, I'm like, Lordy, when did that begin? Here we go. He's a sweet boy. I feel very, very lucky. I know there's typical teenager things ahead, but, um, I remember years ago, I'll go ahead and give her the credit, a friend of mine, Lisa Trout, I, her children were becoming teenagers and I had just had JR and she, I said, oh my gosh, I am so scared of the teenage years. And she said, no, the teenage years are the greatest because that is when you get to actually see who, who they are becoming adults. And you really get to have like real conversations about what they want out of life and who they really want to be and the impact they want to have on the world. And it totally changed the way I looked at the teenage years. And she immediately dropped off a book to me, um, James Dobson's Bringing Up Boys, which is so fantastic. And um, I still keep, I keep it like on my little shelf on my nightstand because it refers to different stages of childhood. And I've, I've had that book from Lisa on my nightstand for 13 years now. So oh, wow. So you read it every single year just to double check. Well, I go through, I glance through it more like when there's an issue, I pick it up mm. and see what does Dr. Dobson have to say about this? <laughs> well, do you know what Diggs always said? She said, I love everything every year more. Like, yeah, she does say that, that I, I, I get panicked that I'm like, oh my too. gosh, this has been so amazing. I don't want this piece of, you know, these, this season to go away. Yes. And then she says, Shelly, every season gets better. And as you change and you get older, you're more appreciative for the next season. So yes. it is, it, it make you know how, when people would like walk up to you at a grocery store, oh, and like, yeah. oh enjoy yourself. Now this goes so fast. I yes. Really says it's something true, like makes that you nervous. on like social. You're like, I'm still my mother's daughter. Yeah, yeah, it's so true, right? Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. so true. Yeah. So I would love to know about you and your sisters. I mean, we're a sisterly pair here. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, we we appreciate, I mean, we're just a duo, but y'all are a trio. So what's <laughs> up with a trio of sisters? Because y'all collaborate a lot. Mm-hmm. You do charity stuff together a lot. 
Um, and then just like us, you have a brother and people, it's not that people don't know you have a brother, but like our brother, he, people don't know, like we have a brother, <laughs> right? He's kind of, he's awesome. He's actually the coolest of all, but yeah. the best. Tell us about the family dynamic with your sisters. Cause we yeah. love that duo. Oh, you're so sweet. Yes. I adore my sisters. Um, it is really great. It's like having, um, you know, a little pod that you can just always trust and refer to and mm-hmm. talk to. Um, we all are leading really busy lives. And so it's nice to just have the comfort of knowing that, you know, that support system is always there too. It's so great. It's hard to describe, isn't it? How, how blessed we are and how lucky we are to have that. And yes, our brother also is the coolest one. Um, he, <laughs> I feel so sorry for him sometimes when the three of us are like, you know, oh, it's going to make it. Just, he's well adjusted though, because there's nothing he can't handle. If he can handle you and your sisters and your mother, right? Like, isn't that true? Yes. He is prepared. And um, so, yeah, we have a really fun dynamic and we, we spend a lot of time together, my parents also, and um, we all have a lot of fun together. My husband is the youngest of five, but he's his mother's only child. So he had like tastes of what it was like to be in a crazy, chaotic family home where everyone's talking nonstop and moving nonstop. But, but the majority of his time with his mother was very quiet and, you know, you weren't competing for, um, you know, the talking stick as my mother calls it at our house. And so, um, so I remember early dinners when we were dating and he would kind of be with the whole family and I would look at him and he would kind of look terrified. And I would say, if you have something to say, you've got to just like Slip Get it in. in there. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, buddy. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So who is your mentor? I think you're in the very interesting niche, niche, whatever it is. Um, this is also, Shelly, I cannot, this every I, I really do. Time. I can't stand that word because it's the worst because I don't know what to say. But, you know, it's like most people don't say when they're in eighth grade, you know what I'm going to grow up? I'm going to grow up and I'm going to set beautiful tables. I'm going to teach people how to embrace being in their home and welcome people in so you can have relationships and grow. I mean, I see all the value in what you're doing, but like, who do you look up to? Who is your mentor? Cause this is a business for you too. I mean, yeah. you're not, I think what people think is, Oh, she's frolicking. Isn't that fun? No, I've seen you. You're You've like written working, nine books. Yeah. You're working really hard. Um, well, I love to work. So when it comes to uh, the business side of things, my my parents both always worked. And um, my dad has actually just written a book. It hasn't come out yet. I've got the, the manuscript right here next to me because he just sent it to all of us to read through. And I was reading the chapter on on the balance between work and family that he wrote, which basically says, if you're trying to find a balance, you're going about it the wrong way. There's not a balance. It's all one thing. It's a part of you and your work is part of you and your family Mm -hmm. is part of you. And so um, that was definitely the case growing up. And I think that that just for me was kind of naturally how I lived. Now, they always encouraged us to find something that we felt really passionate about to do for a living. And I was just really lucky to find something that has um, a lot to do with family life and with being home. And I think because I grew up with those business conversations around me all the time, I just naturally kind of thought of ways to make that a business. Yes. So, um, mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it is, it is work, but I, I love it. And the other thing that they really, really taught it, us is to be sure that we're giving back all the time yeah. and um, doing what we can to be of service to our community and our um, family and friends, you know, in every way to be supportive of others around us. And um, so uh, my dad actually, when I fought, I actually bought a business because I wanted the name of it, RSVP, when I was Ooh. in my early 20s. And he helped me what buy was RSVP? it. Was that an entertainment was that the event thing? Yeah. It, it was, they had, they kept the social calendar for Dallas. Um, the RSVP social calendar, and it was over a hundred years old. And um, I paid a thousand dollars for it, not really thinking that much about the calendar, thinking more about um, the name. And they, I had a party rental business already at that point. And I thought, you know, if they're keeping a calendar of all of the events that are happening in Dallas, nonprofit and big events, that's really wonderful information for me to have for party rentals. I can go to the chairs yeah. of those events and say, you know, I'd love for you to rent from us. So I, um, I thought of it that way, but it really was a charity calendar. And my dad encouraged me to put it online. This was in 1999 nice. and it became a website. So instead of a subscription where people were paying money for it, I sort of flipped the switch on it and I provided it for free online and people could go in and list their events. It was probably a little bit too early. Um, to put something like that on online. People weren't as comfortable going on websites and digging for information back then. But I sold it in um, uh, not, uh, 2015 uh, okay. to a big media company. And I was so excited because they wanted to take it nationwide and offer this service all across the country. Well, about a year after I sold it to them, they sold to another company that didn't have anything, didn't have a plan for it. And they gave it back to me in January. Oh, so I am so excited. So that's the other big thing I've been working on during all of this. Um, and I've been doing it slowly because obviously there aren't a lot of charitable events happening um, right now. But um, it's been a really, really uh, neat way to kind of support some of these nonprofits right now and talk about you know, maybe they're canceling, but they're doing something virtually, right. or maybe they're selling raffle tickets or something like that. So the RSVP, RSVP calendar is back in Dallas, and it is local. And I am so excited to be able to host it online and, and have that platform there again. So I'm thrilled about that, too. Oh, people will use that. Full circle without, moment, yeah, full circle. Yeah, awesome. So do you feel like, you know, you've learned so much from your parents. Are you raising budding entrepreneurs yourself? Oh my goodness. Um, some days I hope so. And some days I hope not. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I think I hope that they, they'll take an easier route. Um, uh, I do. It's interesting that, you know, Millie loves, she's definitely found things that she loves and, and she gets very, very excited about JR really would like to be an athlete. He's very into hockey and he would love to play professional hockey. That is his goal. Um, but you know, and you're Canadian, right? I mean, I'm Canadian. So we'll see it's in his blood. My husband is the one that wakes up at five to take him to hockey practice in the morning. Where, yes. where do you in go? Frisco? Do you go to Frisco for that? We go to farmer's ranch and, um, we, I, I've been a few times to the afternoon lessons, but Justin <laughs> takes the morning lessons. And, um, it's very funny because he does feel that it should be the Canadians and the family that are waking up at the crack of dawn to take him. <laughs> And yeah, not yeah. you. That's amazing. <laughs> well, I have to say, I think about you randomly often if that doesn't scare you because Clay, my husband bought when you had your, that little store with the business, the monogrammed, um, 
what's it called? monogram the pocket, yeah oh yeah absolutely. The pocket the squares. Yes. The pocket square that has the emojis where you just put your mood so one of them yes. is like grumpy the next one's like smirking and then smiling and he just like like literally he switches that thing out multiple times when we go places i'm like that makes me so happy so seriously Clay. like <laughs> come on I love it. he's so yeah his good integrity he yeah. only reveals yeah, his yeah, true yeah. emoji self Okay, so a lot of exposure to a lot of cool things in town. So let's do a quick little fast fact with you because I would love to know some of your favorites because you do have such exquisite taste. So where would you, and I know there are lots of places you could choose, but just tell us what comes like to mind right off the bat. Okay. If you have to go get a hostess gift right now, you have a fun event tonight. Where do you run? At Williams-Sonoma at North Park. Wow. Bravo. Cool. Okay. Okay. If you had to set a Christmas table or an Easter table, you had to pick, what would you choose? I would choose a Christmas table because I like to have a lot of people at my Easter egg hunt. Oh, you do the hunt. There you go. There you go. I love my hunt. You got a loophole. That was a loophole answer, but it's cool. But we're okay with the the tables at Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Who uh, makes you more nervous, JR or Millie? Um, Millie. JR makes careful thoughtful decisions the majority of the time and my mother says Millie is born without the gift of fear oh good no that's actually (laughs) town or country both oh my gosh I can't pick one we love getting out of town and we love being you know having access to all the amazing things Dallas offers too what about a road trip if any for people who are scared to fly if you could road trip right now somewhere let's just call it five six hours within the Dallas frame where would you go Okay, we went on an RV trip this summer. Oh, that I know. I followed it. That's a great it point. It was yes. so much fun. And one of our favorite stops was in Amarillo because you can go see the Cadillacs, Cadillac Ranch, where they're all, um, you can spray paint them, which was really fun. But there is an RV museum there that is in the back of an RV dealership. And it was literally one of our favorite stops. It is filled with classic camper vans and RVs. And they span, you know, from the first ones to the modern ones. And it is such a blast. Okay. That is an uncommon wreck. So I recommendation. (laughs) Love it. Love it. I mean, I agree. A great family. It was a great family getaway. It was awesome. Were you looking for something a little more luxurious? We can see each other. You girls have very puzzled looks on your faces right oh, now. Oh, no. I just remember messaging you and you were like, whatever you do, I'm not going to post this on social, but be real careful where you get your RV from. Yeah, yeah there's we something to be recommend. learned on that. Mm-hmm. We, won't, we won't talk about them, but, you know, I will be messaging you to find out where not to go. Make sure that you know that they're going to be able to get it repaired for you and they will not charge you for the days that it is not repaired. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. So I also know you love linens, you love fabrics, you, I mean, you pull them all together so beautifully. Do you needlepoint or cross stitch or do you, are you crafty? I needlepoint. I have my needlepoint right next to me here, actually. Um, I love to do, you want to see it? Okay. I love to do needlepoint. I mean, Jody, you just hit the nail on the head. Well, I I don't know. I feel like it's a, it's a wonderful way to just like have stress relief. And it is my grandmother did it. And I started because 
my grandmother <gasps> was going to do my stocking for JR when he was born. Are you joking me? That right is now? so exquisite. Yo, we are looking at the most exquisite. She has, oh, I mean, wow. it is Santa Claus, angels, everything. Uh, and it's huge. How, how long did that take you? Well, I'm still working on it. Um, it is for my niece, in progress. Tabitha. Oh, and nice. so my grandmother was going to do JR stocking and I took it to her and she was um, for some reason, the coating on the canvas made her teary. So she said, instead, I'll teach you how to do it. Oh. I was like, oh, okay. I had a new baby. I was <laughs> like, I have so much. Yeah. Um, anyway, she taught me how to do it. And it's very, very addictive and very relaxing. So I did JR's. Then when my sister Carrie got pregnant with Tobin, my first nephew, she said, the only thing I want from you is a stocking for Tobin. So I started mm. working on Tobin's and then I got pregnant with Millie five weeks. She's five weeks younger than Tobin. So then I did hers. I did one for Teddy and now I'm working on Tabitha's. And now my baby sister had a baby. Her name is Lake. So she hasn't asked me for a stocking, but I'm going to get her one anyway. <laughs> no, I, Helen actually wants to. My daughter wants to needlepoint. And I've shown her, you know, at Francophile Dallas, that's the handle oh, to follow. She Alice is an ear. I know. Yes. And it, I just kind of wish I had a, an outlet like that. Well, I just think it's special. It's a tradition. Mm -hmm. And I, we, and you love you know, traditions. You are a very traditional person. Yes. So we'll leave you with this. Yes. What is the smallest thing in your house? Or it could be the biggest thing in your house, but something that we wouldn't suspect or wouldn't walk in and go, wow, that's incredible. What is one of the most important special things to you in your house? But it's a treasure. But it's a treasure. Mm -hmm. I have a picture of, uh, there's some, I, I love sentimental things. So this is hard to choose. But the first thing that popped into my head is a photograph that I have um, dancing with my grandfather who mm -hmm. didn't dance. They were Mennonite and dancing was a no-no. And, um, but he, they came to Dallas for my debutante ball ages oh, ago, and he got on the dance floor with me and danced. And I have a photo and he looks so happy and mischievous in the oh, photo. Man. And I just love it so much. It makes me really happy. See, and Kim this Whitman. is why people love you. What a phenomenal answer. And I a mean, beautiful you memory. I mean, you're just, you're cool with your fur and all that Top stuff. <laughs> okay. And with that, we're going to say goodbye. Ninth book is coming. Her father's book is coming. And I will be putting in my orders for my hand-sewn <laughs> <laughs> stockings. I'm kidding. Stocking. I'm, totally kidding. <laughs> I'm going to make you a slate of stockings. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Slate it. Slate it.